prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. El Clasico, the annual face-off between Spanish giants Barcelona and Real Madrid is going down this Sunday at the Nou Camp. It will be the first match in 10 years between the two that will not feature either Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. The Argentine maestro is out for the next three weeks with a fractured arm while the Portuguese superstar has since moved on to Juventus. For Madrid coach Julen Lopetegui, the pressure is mounting. Winless in five of his last six games, reports from Spain say that former Chelsea and Juventus manager Antonio Conte has been sounded out and is on standby to take over if he loses on Sunday. For Barca, they have long been criticized for being too reliant on Messi and they now face the ultimate test to show that they can function without him. Can both teams overcome the absence of their superstars? Will El Clasico continue to live up to the hype? This Sunday, we shall find out. Hello and welcome to the Sports Planet Podcast, the production of Complete Sports Studios. Today on the show, we'll be hearing from a former Dutch superstar who played in El Clasico as he looks ahead to Sunday's showdown. My name is Tune Koiki. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Robert Andrew Powell. Uh, I'm a journalist in the United States. I'm a big fan of this guy holding the microphone named Baratunde. <laughs> and you're listening to Sport Planet. Patrick Kluivert needs no introduction. At 18, he scored the winning goal for Ajax in the final of the UEFA Champions League. He is third on the list of all-time scorers for the Dutch national team and played six memorable seasons in Spain for Barcelona. Nowadays, Kluivert is making his mark as a coach and is currently the assistant manager of the indomitable Lions of Cameroon under his former teammate Clarence Seedorf. Ahead of this weekend's El Clasico, Kluivert believes that his former team are favorites despite the absence of Lionel Messi. This is Sports Planet. Um, but first of all, um, just tell us what you're up to at the moment. What, what, what are you currently busy doing? I'm now uh, actually uh, with the national team of uh, Cameroon. Mm. Uh, with Clarence Sadov we're doing it. And uh, we're doing a good job. We're first in the group, so um, we're having fun. And giving uh, the players of Cameroon a little bit more input than they already have. So tell us a little bit about what that relationship is like when you come to a classical, because of course, Yep. Clarence was Real Madrid and you were Barcelona. So do you have a little bit of chat and banter about the game? Will you watch it together? Uh, we will watch it together. Uh, of course, we have banter. Um, <laughs> two, big, two of the biggest uh, clubs in Spain, of course. And, and El Clasico is, I think, the best uh, uh, derby you can play in, uh, in Spain. Of course, I played also Milan Inter mm. and Ajax Feyenoord in Holland. But uh, El Clasico is, is uh, different bowling. What do you make of Barcelona so far this season, Patrick? Well, I think they're doing good. Uh, I think in the Champions League they're doing well. Um, also in the Champions League they're doing, uh, they're doing good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that um, also without Leo Messi uh, they can book a very good result. What about 
the setback of losing Messi when he got injured in that game against Sevilla. Yes. Everyone in the camp now watching that game, and indeed millions around the globe too, just suddenly went, what's going on? And of course, you know, for him, this is out for three weeks. Yeah. What about Lionel Messi's injury absence? How much of a leveller is it for this game? It must give Madrid more chance. It gives Madrid uh, a bit more chance. Of course, uh, Leo Messi is uh, the star, uh, star player of the world, of Barcelona. And of course, with, without um, Leo Messi in the team, uh, Barcelona has uh, a little bit uh, more difficulties to win the games, I think, because he's such a player. He can decide a game by himself and, and play a game by himself. But now it's really, um, you know, also the time for, for the team to show that they can play without Messi as well. It will be difficult because uh, he's got such a, such a weight on his shoulder every game and he, he proves it every game uh, that he's so important for the team. But, you know, with big, um, big, big uh, games coming up, it's really a, it's really a, big, uh, a big pressure for Barcelona without, without Messi uh, in the team. So ha tactically, how do you handle it? I mean, you've got other players like Coutinho, you've got uh, Dembélé, uh, you've got maybe Arthur who can come yes. in and, and, and how would you reshape that team without Messi in it? Well, it's not really reshape, uh, only they have to uh, play differently because uh, normally when uh, Barcelona recovers the ball, uh, the first ball may, uh, most of the time goes to Messi and, sure. and, and the creation he, he gives to the team is unbelievable because he, he liberates so many players. and. You know, it's it's uh, a big blow that he's not there because uh, of his weight in the team, and yeah, now they have to play uh, differently. But I don't think they will they will change a lot because you know Barcelona is a, is, a, is a team who can play very good football, uh, and even without Leo Messi, uh, it's a very competitive uh, contest to play against. But it will be uh, it will be uh, strange to uh, when mm. you recover the ball, where are you going to have your first vertical or diagonal pass mm. Uh, mm. forward. Um, so I think they, they have trained, of, of course, uh, how they want to solve the problem, but what I just said, they have a lot of uh, quality in the team to, to solve this problem. It would be the first Clásico since just before Christmas 2007 without either Messi or, of course, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. It's going to be weird. It's going to be really strange. Um, there's this other young Dutch player. I don't know if you know him. His name is, is Justin Kluivert. Um, I don't really know him. No, do you not know him? <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you don't know, Justin is is of course Patrick's son and he's uh, playing and he started a fantastic career at, at AS Roma um, and of course he scored his first goal for the team recently yeah. didn't yeah, he in, in the, the Champions, Champions League, League. Yeah. amazing uh, in the same group as, as Real Madrid of course has he ever spoken to you about Barcelona has he ever expressed an interest in maybe playing for Barcelona one day yes of course uh, he would love to play for Barcelona one day and that uh, he expressed also in the press that uh, his, his, his goal is to, is to play for Barcelona, of course, uh, at AS Roma he's very good at the moment, uh, with also a young team with uh, experienced and non-experienced players. Uh, he's fitting in, in, in quite well in, in, in AS Roma, so I think he needs to uh, begin to play a, a lot more matches, make a lot of kilometers, and I hope at the end of the day that uh, Barcelona, um, he can sign for Barcelona, because that's also my dream, of course, mm. to, uh, you know, if you see your son and, and to join him in your footsteps that's uh, that's great to, to see it that'll be such a special feeling yeah, i can't yeah, imagine absolutely. you know seeing your son play for the first time at the camp now wearing the blaugrana i mean that that would be 
insane, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would you think you'd be more nervous for him than you were when you made your home debut? I think so. Yeah, I think that I will be a lot more nervous than he is because he's quite uh, down to earth and and he can handle a lot of pressure and. You know, for the father who can actually do nothing on the, on the stand. Right, right. Looking at your son, you know, on the pitch that you always played. And it's a strange but, but very, uh, very uh, grateful feeling. Well, I hope for both of your sakes that your dreams are realised and that yeah, yeah, Justin is able to play for, for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. I suppose one, one good way to get their attention would be to score against Real Madrid. Um, but well, do, you know, sure. uh, do you know what? I mean, uh, it seems that a number of teams are scoring against Real Madrid. Levante scored twice against Real Madrid in 15 minutes when they beat them at the Bernabeu. What's going on there, Patrick? It's difficult to say because I'm not there, but uh, of course, Lopetegui is, is now the new coach and uh, he's, he's, he's a little bit struggling. Uh, mm. Of course, if you play against Deportivo Alaves and you lose, and, and then Levante at home, you lose also. Um, the pressure is, is going from, from, from 50 to 100,000. You know? <laughs> yes. And, and, uh, as everybody knows, if, if you lose against, uh, in comparison to Real Madrid, small teams, especially the one, the last one at home, uh, yeah, when you come with a two-one uh, defeat at home uh, to the Camp Nou, you're you're not coming really with confidence. And, mm -hmm. You know, um, Barcelona knows it as well, of course, but still, uh, that can be also be a changing point for for, uh, for Real Madrid if sure. they can have a good uh, result. But you know, playing in the Camp Nou. Coming from with, 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 with not really confidence, um, yeah. it will be very difficult for Madrid to have a good result. That was Patrick Kluivert, former Dutch international and Barcelona striker, previewing this weekend's El Clasico between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Sports Planet will be right back. Stay tuned. Hi everyone, my name is Simon Lloyd. I work for Joe in the UK. Uh, keep listening to Sports Planet. And here is where we bring down the curtains on today's episode of the Sports Planet podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's goodbye. Well,